0: Welcome back to Schizophrenia Life. So, today we're going to be just going all around and uh, we're going to ha- hit a, hit up a few different topics. So, let's just start off. So, uh, I heard something today um, by uh, Gary V, our main man. He, he, he said that you can tell people, you know, they should do this, but most likely they're not going to do it. Because they're, they're they're looking for a, a, a plan, a step-by-step instruction manual. You know, you can say, hey, you can change your life, but if you don't give them a step-by-step how to do it, they're just going to be like, yeah, I wish I could change my life, and they're not going to do anything. And I found that interesting because now I have in, I mean, we're over 200 podcasts, I have done a few because i still have the notes where i went through step by step this is how you do it etc but he's right like everyone's putting out oh you should make a bunch of money you should uh you should market your business whatever but they don't give you a step by step and if you want a step by step from them they're like, okay, we'll give it to you, but we're going to charge you a 1000 bucks for a course that probably won't even work anyway. Like, y'all see that, right? Y'all see it. And I'm not saying I'm an entrepreneur. I will never be an entrepreneur. In fact, a funny story. Tonight, uh, my wife said we were talking about my job and, and my bosses and stuff like that. And she was like, and I told her, I was like, I never... Could work as much as my bosses. I mean, uh, the the owners of my company. They put in way more hours than I would be willing to do, and you you couldn't you. No matter the money that there's no amount of money that would make me put in as much time as them, because I want life outside of work. I want a a, a work life balance, and that's why I could never be, you know, the CEO of a company. I could never run my own company because I don't want to sacrifice and, you know, I don't want to be in, be busting my ass for 12, 15, 16 hours a day. I don't want to do that. I'd be happy working <laughs> six hours a day, four hours a day, you know, um, and then doing whatever I want the rest, you know, hobbies and whatever, but you got to pay the bills. So I, I have to look at it realistically. Um, and, and so I might as well, if, if say, say I have to work, uh, eight hours a day, then it better be a job that I enjoy. I, I'm lucky. I, it, it took me three years without a job applying to over 500 companies. They all said no. Finally, after three years, I may call it fate, call it karma, whatever. But I literally said, "Okay, I'm sending out one more application, and I'm fucking done. I'll just go jobless and and struggle through every month. And uh, on that one, I I got it. I sent an extra email and." The owner of the company emailed me back and said, let's do an interview. And we did it right then and there on Skype, an interview via Skype. And then I came in in person and I ended up getting the job. But that was, you know, I, I don't know what it was. It was fate. It was it was something, you know, outside of my control because I was ready. to I was ready to give up. I had been rejected so many times, you know. I'm I'm not exaggerating the number. I literally have a list of companies, hundreds and hundreds of companies that I applied to. N- almost all of them, like ninety eight percent didn't even look at my resume. They just didn't even send me an answer, yes or no. Um, there was a couple that actually took the time to send back a no, and there was only two that that said, that wanted to talk to me farther, and then they said no, and it was, it came down to, I didn't have the experience for the job that I wanted, and so finally, the company that I work for now, you know, I told them straight up, I don't have the experience, but I'm willing to learn, and you don't even have to pay me, um, they obviously, being in Germany, they can't hire you without paying you, so they, they, they did pay me, but they gave me the time to learn and I proved to them, you know, I, I learned more than most people do in years in, in the first four months. And by, by six months, I was completing, you know, projects for customers and making them money. So I, I proved my value. Um, but I love what I do. I may not love the hours, you know, even, you know, most people are like, dude, I work 12 hours a day and you're complaining about eight. Yeah, well, even though I enjoy work, I enjoy spending time with the family and I enjoy working on my hobbies. I I enjoy doing other things in life than work. I, I love my job. You know, I get excited to go to work, but I still want to do other things outside of work. And it's kind of hard to explain that to people, you know. But that's why if uh, if my job, if if I had a job right now that I hated, that I was that depressed me to go to work, then I would I would quit in a heartbeat. I'd rather live on the street or well, I wouldn't live on the street I'd I'd go to the woods and pitch a tent and have a fire and sing Kumbaya, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, that takes me back. I had a buddy. I went to high school with him. We were, we were really good friends in high school. And then I joined the Army and he joined the Marines. And I hadn't seen him in, man, 12 years when I went back home. It was probably longer than that. It was probably about 14 years since i've seen him and i went back home and you know i i found him on facebook messaged him and said hey we should meet up and we got together and we were talking and uh when he came came back he was fucked up in the head like me not the same but when he came back from uh downrange he just didn't want to be around people anymore and so after he got out of the marines he went and lived in the woods which is normal in alaska people go out and live in the woods all the time but he went and spent his first year or two back living in the woods i was just like you you can do it you can survive you know if but if you take most people most normal people nowadays and put them in the woods and say survive they're gonna die, like, let, let's be serious here, they're gonna die, they will not be able to catch and skin food, they'll not, you know, it, it just ain't gonna happen, um, even me, like, I've, I've had the training and everything, and even if I go out, go out in the woods right now to survive, it would be a challenge, <laughs> It would no shit be a challenge. But, I mean, life is about challenges. Life is about choices. You know? You choose to go to a job you hate. And you can tell me all the excuses in the world like, oh, there's no other jobs. Bullshit, the economy is booming. There are always jobs. I have worked as a janitor scrubbing toilets. And it wasn't that bad. (laughs) <laughs> I worked alone, ever no one bothered me. I just I had a you know a, a a set wing of a building and my job was coming at night and clean. It ain't that fucking hard and I had headphones in, listened to music and cleaned. I mean it was obviously terrible money and um whatever, but I, it was no stress, there was no stress in the work, you just listen to music, clean up, boom, done, and, um, I would do that versus going into, uh, like, a really stressful work environment where you wake up Monday morning and you're like, what the fuck, man, should I call in sick, I just, I really hate my boss, I really don't want to go to work today, and it all comes down to culture, you either have a tox toxic culture or you have a good culture. If you're if you're employed somewhere with a good culture, then you would never consider you probably wouldn't consider leaving your job. You you're happy at your job. You wake up and you're not depressed about going to work. But if you have a toxic culture then you need to jump ship. There there's no reason to hate of your life, you know, and that's, say you work 40, most people work more than 40 hours, most people work about 60 hours, so you, you're gonna say 60 hours out of 168 hours a week, you fucking hate, you're, you're depressed about, and it doesn't stay in the office, it, it follows you home, if you hate your, job and you're stressed all day long that stress and those feelings follow you home and then you bring that shit into your house and you snap at your you snap at your wife or your husband and you you snap on them you don't mean to but you you, you're coming home with that depression and the and the stress and the all that crap that goes along with you know hating 60 hours a week Or 40 hours, or even if you're part-time, maybe you only work 20 hours. Even 20 hours a week, if you hate your job, is a lot. I mean, life is hard. You gotta choose your... You gotta choose what problems you have. You know? If you have a huge house, and so you can't quit your job... Because you will lose your house, that's... problem you your problem is you want to keep the house you want to keep a huge you know five-bedroom house and so you can't leave your job because anywhere else will pay you less and then you won't be able to afford your house so that's the problems you choose you could also flip it and choose to sell that bigger house get a smaller apartment and that costs a fraction of what the big house does and then leave the job and get a job that you enjoy for less money. We only have one chance at life. And we're all going to die. There's no question about it. Hell, I, I, I'm 100% honest with y'all every single time. Um, I am surprised. Surprised that I'm still alive. There, there have been so much shit and so many situations some of them caused by myself some of them caused by others so many situations where there's no reason I should have walked away alive <laughs> and, and there there's been so many of those throughout you know the last 15 years that every day I wake up i'm just surprised i'm like wow I made it a whole nother day. Whew. And you know, when it comes down to the end of the year, you're like, man, I'm so surprised that I made it uh, 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 another year older. You know, I'm 30 now, I think. <laughs> I w- I, I always It takes me about 10 months in the year to f- remember how old I am, 29, 30. I'm pretty sure I turned 30 this year. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out that I'm 30 and then it, it, about a month before my birthday and then boom, I'm 31 and <laughs> shit, I gotta do it again. But 30, man, and that's young. I mean, in, in standards of how long we have to live, 30 is pretty young. But I've seen a lot of shit. I've done a lot of shit, I've seen a lot of shit, and it hasn't been an easy road for me. And, and there's, I, I can't even count how many times I've wanted to give up. How many times I've wanted to just give up at life in general, or give up at a problem that I have, or, or ignore the problem and push it aside. Um. Just this week, I was working on a uh, on a program, on a update, and I just wanted to quit. I literally, I had been working on the same problem for forty hours, uh, coding on this one problem, and I just could not get it to fucking work. And I was, I was at the the end of my patience, and then, bam, it started working, and I was so happy. You know, I went over to my boss. I was like, yeah, I got it to work. I'm so excited. And I forgot to save the changes. And I said, okay, let me just clean up. And I accidentally, someone started talking to me when I was cleaning, the, cleaning up the the code. And I accidentally deleted something I needed. But I, I didn't see it, so I don't know what I deleted. And... It stopped working. And it took me another day to get it back working. And that... Like, testing it and realizing that... Realizing what I had just done. I spent 40 hours to get it to work. And within 20 minutes, I broke it again. It was devastating. (laughs) I just... I came home and the look on my face was just like... Fuck. (laughs) And, like, my wife saw me right when I walked in and she's like what's wrong like you look like someone just killed the cat you know <laughs> um but that, that's you know life has its ups and downs I've, I've had friends that I've known for 10 years call me up and say look I'm planning on killing myself today and I thought I would give you a call And I've had to talk to, talk them out of it. Um, you know? I'm a, I'm a big, big advocate for, for getting the message out about people, you know, noticing the signs of suicide and seeing it in other people. You know, when someone starts giving away their possessions, starts giving away money, their stuff, when people, when you notice your friend loses interest in activities that they enjoyed, You know, if you have a friend that loves painting and then they stop painting, you need to ask why. Hey, are you okay? I noticed you quit painting or quit band or whatever it is. Or if they start giving away their shit, Or if they start making plans, like tidying up their affairs. And I'm a big, big advocate for getting that information out to people in hopes that that it registers with someone and they see it in another person and save their life. Because so many people do give up, and they do end their life. And I heard a story the other day that made me cry. Uh, an 11-year-old killed themselves because of bullying. An 11-year-old committed suicide because they were being bullied in school. It's, it's fucking sad. And it, it it has to do with culture. We, we need to teach that regardless how hard your life is, that's not the option. That, that should never be an option. That should never be considered. But I don't know. We... we you know, I can only reach as many people as I can reach, you know. I I put in all the work I can. I try to reach more people. I try to help as many people. You know, I've had people message me through Instagram, and I'm honored when when someone messages me asking for help. I'm it's a, it's an honor for me to help people because you know, if there's a chance that I can help them, then then I do it. Hey, uh, there's no quote like there's no question like you don't need to say hey are you busy well, fuck it whatever i'm doing i can do later if you, if you need to talk then let me know um because nothing in, in life is more important than giving a shit about someone else and just giving them your time and it end up saving their life um i know this podcast this episode took, took a kind of a dark turn, but this is important to me, this is, this this hopefully is important to all of you, you know, 22 veterans commit suicide on a daily basis, worldwide suicide rate is unfucking real um, I don't have the numbers written down in front of me, I wrote them down the other day, but it, it was like, Um, it came out to like 1300 people per day just give up say fuck it I'm done and kill themselves I read about this guy recently well he's been out of uh, North Korea for about 10 years but he was in North Korea they have basically these slave labor camps right they call them they call it jail, but basically they just take whoever they want and just throw them in there. Well, the what they do is if if they the people they they put the women and men together, they they don't separate them, and so if a child is born in one of these camps, then they are automatically uh, expected to stay in there for life, and so that's how they keep their their basically slave labor going and there was a guy who he was born into a one of these camps and grew up and didn't know life outside of that slave camp he he thought that's how life was and it wasn't until he was older you know like 14 or i can't remember how old he was when he escaped but certain situation appeared and he had a chance to get escape and he did and uh, you know time a year later he ended up in the united states and he was and the interview i saw of him was 10 years after he escaped 10 years and he still couldn't he still couldn't fully talk about it it was just too painful he had spent you know grew up in in an environment where it was just, you know, daily beatings, minimal food, you know, parents get killed in front of you, and he ain't complaining. He didn't say, you know, ah, maybe I should just end my life after, uh, you know, after watching his parents die. He didn't say just give up. No, he said, You know, I know it's going to be a hard journey, but I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to survive. And that's, that's why if you go to the website, you know, it's how to get out of life, out of life alive. That's the, the podcast motto, you know, survive life because life, life is a bitch. Life throws shit at you left and right. If you think you have the if you think you're doing good, if you think you have the best life there is, just wait a minute. <laughs> wait wait till next year, wait till next month, wait till tomorrow when life throws another heap and pile of shit on you. Now, it doesn't mean life isn't beautiful. Life, life is amazing. But it also throws a bunch of shit at you along the way. You know? Like, every single time you know, my daughter comes up and gives me a hug and a kiss and says, you know, I love you, like, my heart jumps out of my chest, It like, <laughs> it makes me so happy, you know, and if I had given up y- years ago, she wouldn't be here right now, you know, and I, I can't imagine, you know, life with without both my daughters, and to, there's people out there, who have kids, who, who have mothers, have fathers, and they just give up, and all it took, I heard a story once of, uh, a kid, uh, was leaving school, you know, he cleaned out his locker, His plan was to go home and kill himself. And as he was leaving school, another kid accidentally ran into him and knocked all his books on the ground. And the kid bent down and helped him pick it up and just casually said, Oh, uh, I know you. Do you want to, you know, come out, come get... I don't know if it was to get coffee or out to eat or whatever, but he asked him to do something. So he, he... he said okay and they went out and his so his plan changed he didn't go home and kill himself he went out made a friend and ju- just by the chance encounter of him bumping into him or fate or whatever you want to call it and years later 5 5 years later after after they you know, have, had moved on, you know, in life, the, the kid who was going to kill himself went back to his friend and told him, you know, hey, you remember when you bumped into me? I was going home to, to end my life that day, and you saved me, and I just want to say thank you, and it's stories like that that you don't hear, you don't see, you don't see these stories you know, on the news, you don't see these stories on your Facebook feed, you don't see these stories on YouTube, but they're the stories that we need to be telling, who gives a shit what all these politicians that are literally saying the most dumbest bullshit ever, who cares what they're saying or doing, I want to hear from, from positive stuff, you know, if, if you see anything about politics in the news, anything about politics on, t- on, on TV, on Facebook, it's all negative. I have yet to, you know, open Facebook and see Democrats and Republicans are getting along great. Everyone's excited for the future. That will never happen. But if if we create a movement uh, of let's let's like that's why I have so much respect for Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm not even an entrepreneur, and I have no plans of ever owning my own business. And that's that's like most of his content is about being a successful entrepreneur. And but I love. Watching his videos. And supporting him. Because. His other. The other side of his message. Is. To spread. Positivity. And gratitude. To as many people as he can. And. Help people. Out. You know. Help people make the decisions they need to in life. To, to, to be happy in life. And that to me is a, a, an important message you know if you can get people to to enjoy life and there there's there's so so many people like that that I just have so much love for um because literally they're just trying to improve the world they're trying to leave the world a better place um and you know Gary Gary Vaynerchuk talks about legacy a lot and I, I you know, God forbid this happened, but if when, when he dies, the, the world's going to lose a great man, you know, hopefully it's not for another 60 years, but it, it's just like the people who are put on this world and they, they use their time on this world to make it a better place. Not not spend their time fucking beating up other people, bullying other people, talking shit on TV. Those those people, I, I don't want to hear from them. I want to hear from the people who are trying to make the world a better place. Not complaining about why it's so shit. Well, if it's shit, then do something about it. Don't sit there and say... uh, The fucking everything's burning, and everything sucks, well then, put the fire out, and do something about it, but that's just my opinion, you know, most people don't listen to, to my opinion, a lot of people may say, oh, you don't have the experience, I have a lot of life experience, I have a lot of death experience, I've watched people die right in front of me, I've done you know chest compressions until i i just i thought i couldn't do another chest compression you know i i've seen people die and come back to life and then die again like it's i've seen a lot of shit does that make me better than anyone no it makes me a hell of a lot worse I'm so fucked up in the head, oh man, like, but my message is clear, you know, I try to help people, because with how fucked up I am, I know I have it better than a lot of people out there, you know, I struggle every day to survive, and yet I still am grateful for the life I have, because I know, even though, you know, I'm struggling mentally every day, you know, at least I have food to eat and a a roof over my head, and a lot of people don't even have that, maybe they're, maybe they're not messed up in the head, but they, they don't even have a place to sleep tonight, and so I'm grateful for everything that I have, um, and, but I still have to fight every single day, you know, with myself, which sucks, you know, it's different than having to fight, you know, if, if my only problem was I had to fight with my boss, then I'd quit my job and solve that problem. But when you're fighting your own brain, you know, schizophrenia fucking sucks. PTSD sucks. You know? Like, the night terrors are so bad that I grind holes, like, I break my teeth off from grinding my teeth so hard. I have a tooth right now that's I literally broke off half the tooth this week. Luckily, it it was the one tooth that that you know I got a root canal on this past year, so it doesn't hurt. But there's a sh- half the tooth is fucking gone now because I g- grind my teeth so hard from you know the shitty ass dreams. I haven't had a good night's sleep in. And... <laughs> I don't even want to throw out a date. It, it's been a long time. <laughs> half the time i'm too scared to go to bed because i'd I'd rather just stay awake all night and not go to sleep because i don't want to deal with what i have to live through when i sleep now whether it's from the ptsd or from the schizophrenia i don't know fuck my subconscious when you're sleeping it's your subconscious so mine's just fucked so i struggle every single day but i'm still grateful as fuck And I'm still happy as fuck. You know. I can have. You know I can. Wake up. And have just had the worst nightmare of my life. And I am wake up sweating and screaming. And I'm grateful that I. I woke up. I could have died in my sleep. You know. Who wants to. I know a lot of people say dying in your sleep. Is a good way to go. Fuck that. I want to die having sex doing... starting cocaine. <laughs> you know? Fuck. I, w- I want to die jumping out of an airplane. You know? With with no parachute listening to the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could think of a, a million ways to die that would be more fun than dying in my sleep. You know? I can't remember what movie it was from it but it, it was set. they said something about you know the best way to die is doing something you love and I I you know there's two sides you know at least dying in your sleep you how do you know you're dead <laughs> how do you know the moment you die if you're sleeping if I jump out of a plane and I'm the ground is coming at me. I know that as soon as I hit, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, so I, I know it's coming. But if you die in your sleep, you don't know it's coming. And I, I'd rather see, I'd rather see death come for me. Just, just throwing it out there. We're way off topic now. We were talking about helping people, and now I'm talking about jumping out of planes, doing cocaine, listening to Rolling Stones. Man. All right so what else do we have today on our agenda if y'all having a good time we can just keep on going if you if you're bored and wishing i would shut up then i i I give you release you know you you don't have to stick around it is friday night and i know y'all have shit to do parties to go to plans to do y'all y'all got lives to live I don't know, I just, I, I try to bring value with every episode, and from the conversation we had so far, I think I've brought value, um, and so I just want to thank you for, for being here and supporting me, um, I'm, I'm really, really trying to grow, grow the podcast um, and reach more people um, and help more people, that's the the main thing, you know, um, I, I never want to, you know, put a bunch of ads in the, um, podcast, I never want to, I never want to, I will never turn the podcast into where it's about money, and I, I just think that it's, it's like selling out it, lo- you lose focus of the goal, and my goal is to, honestly, lose money, and help more people, I lose money, because, you know, I have, I, I pay money for, like, um, to, to do advertisements and stuff, uh, for the podcast, and it, they, they do help, um, they help uh, reach more people, um, so if anything, I'll be you know, over the next five years, losing money on the podcast, but it's worth it, you know, I lose time, I lose money, but I help people, so it's all worth it, you know, it, it's all about how you value your time, would, would, would you rather spend your time watching TV or saving someone's life, potentially, and I know what it is for me, so, all right you know, I'd rather watch Netflix. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here doing the podcast because I'd rather watch Netflix. <laughs> uh, great times. All right. I love y'all. Thank you for being here. Um, I hope y'all uh, noticed uh, the the microphone and the quality. I'm going to listen back to this before I post just to I feel that the the audio sounds better with this microphone versus the one that I've been using for the last few weeks. Um, you know, I have like four or five mics, and they're not—they all suck. But I—I <laughs> I, I think this is the best one. And I, the reason I stopped using it was because it was giving a lot of static feedback. And I, I feel that I finally figured out how to configure it to not do a have a static noise um and i when i was testing it earlier um i didn't i don't hear a static like a a staticky noise but if y'all do just send me a message and say hey don't use that mic again asshole go back to the old one and and um i'll take your take y'all's input um, other than that, ha- have a amazing weekend, um, even though you're gonna hear from me again tomorrow on the Saturday podcast, and hear from me again on Sunday, on the Sunday podcast, cause this, this train don't stop rolling, we seven days a week, except for the days where I don't feel like doing it, and then I have to put a big ass red square on my Excel sheet, <laughs> which pisses me off more than y'all know. Um... You know, this, I want to build the habit of no matter what happens in life, you know, no matter how shitty I feel, that, you know, seven days a week I'm here to help provide value and, you know, I just care about y'all. I care about the, the chance to help someone gives my life meaning, you know, um, because if, if I'm not here to help people, then why'd I survive all the shit that gave me the experience that I can use to help someone that's in the same situation, you know, I, I went through the years and years of really severe depression, and survived, and found ways to cope with the depression, and, you know, I found ways to survive with schizophrenia, I found ways to deal with my PTSD, I still have all that shit, but I'm still, at this point, I'm able to live a life where I'm happy, you know, I still have my down days, but we all do, and if there's someone out there who doesn't see it, you know, doesn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, then all they need to do is find my podcast and be like, hey, this... This dude's got a point. they they're, they my life can get better. It just takes me getting off my ass and doing something about it. Alright. I've so, said this is over like ten times, so. Alright, Schizophrenia Life out.